Saturday. Christ. They're full of niggers then. A white man can't even walk down the sidewalk. Bad man, hell. They all think they're bad when they get a little drunk. Carry a knife and think they could whip Joe Lewis. Still, if it were not for these field hands, there wouldn't be all this farming along the river, and you wouldn't be doing so well at selling hardware and tractor parts. But Christ, what a country! Thank God it's Wednesday and you'll be back in Houston by Saturday where there's jigaboos all right, but they don't crowd you off the street. The highway is the floor of your own private tunnel, a path cut through the evening by your headlights, and the car churns along smooth and quiet, touching sixty on the long, flat stretch. You are alone and you are passing from one town to another and the road is all there is between, and there is nothing out there but darkness and those little dim flickers of lamplight. But all you are to the bottoms, brother, all you are to the houses and the people in them is a noise, a quick-mounting, short-lasting roar, and a long-dying swoosh in the night as you ease her up to sixty-five and pass on, destroying bugs. Chapter 1 Joe Kobe's white dog rushed out from under the house to bark at Cleveland. The dog came out snarling and growling. His white hair made him a dim, moving blob in the night. But for his color, Cleveland could not have known where the dog was. Hey, dog, Cleveland said, growling no less than the animal. You better get on back. You better not come at me. The night was dark. The moon had not yet risen, and the sun had been down for over an hour and a half. Stars shone in the clear sky, but their light was barely enough to make the hard surface of the Turnrow Road that Cleveland walked stand out in contrast to the deeper darkness of the fields that lay to either side. Cleveland walked with his head down, looking at the road just in front of where his feet would fall. He was himself as dark as the night. His bulk was a part of the shadow that lay across the river bottoms. His feet made little noise. They padded the dirt of the Turnrow Road and carried him past the front of Joe Kobe's house while the dog snuffled alongside him. The dog ought to have known better than to come barking out at Cleveland like that. He knew Cleveland, had seen him before, smelled his smell. The dog wouldn't have barked except for the fact that it was night, and the road was quiet, and he figured that nobody belonged to be walking the road in front of his yard. He snuffled and held back when Cleveland spoke to him, but then when the man kept walking, the dog came on again, a growl deep in his throat, the hair on his neck erect. He came crowding up close to the back of Cleveland's legs. The yelp that the dog let loose when Cleveland's foot caught him in the ribs just back of the right front leg would have waked Joe Kobe and his wife both, if they had been at home and asleep. But they were gone down the road someplace, passing the evening before coming home to go to bed, and the house was dark. I told you not to come at me, Cleveland said. I kill me a goddamn dog, do you come at me? He had stopped and turned around to squint his eyes and try to see better in the darkness, 
to learn whether the kick had settled the dog for the night or whether they were going to have trouble right then. Cleveland's hand was in his pocket, feeling for the long-bladed knife that lay there. I'd just as soon kill me a dog, he said aloud. But Joe Kobe's white-haired dog had had enough. He yelped only once, but he kept on whining until he got back under the house, dragging his tail between his legs, turning to look out toward the road. He could see very little. Most of what he could see was darkness, because Cleveland was gone. The man had gone on down the road. Off to the west, the slightly lighter sky where the sun had been last was cut by a fringe of trees that lined the banks of the river. The big Brazos rolled through the July night. The willows on the bank stood tall, but their branches drooped, their long, thin leaves hung motionless. The mosquitoes rose.